Wheels of carriages and drays crunch over the freshly fallen snow, delivering visitors from across the city to the sea ward. Despite the frigid temperature, the atmosphere is warm and jovial. Red velvet-covered tents line Delzorin and Diamond Streets. Merchants offer treats and trinkets. The air is filled with the voices of carolers and the scents of spiced pastries and mulled wine. Jace, introduce your character. As you're perusing the wares along Delzorin and Diamond Street. <laughs> Alright. Kind of stand out. Got, uh, I'm about 7 foot 3, 335. I have an elephant head. I'm a loxodon. If... What? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Loxodon, uh, which, for anybody listening, is one of the uh, Magic the Gathering races that they put in Unearthed Arcana. But what stands out the most about me is the wide-brimmed 10-gallon hat. <laughs> oh, fuck, I love it. Well, the yeehaw there, partner! <laughs> the Spurs... The two crossbow bandolier, uh, bolt bandoliers, and two very well-made hand crossbows on either hip. Do your spurs go jingle jangle? Just a little bit. <laughs> and uh, can I get your name? Uh, Zandril. Zan, uh, for short. All right. Z-A-N-D-R-U-U-L. Okay. And uh, you'll notice one of my tusks is missing about six, seven inches and is capped in gold. And I'm fiddling with an ivory harmonica. Nice. All right. Jake, who are you and what do you do? My name is Kromp. Um, and I am three feet of condensed bastard. I oh am a God. kobold. Um, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a kobold druid. Um, Ooh. and so I went really old school making this character. I did 3d6 in order. Um, I didn't choose where to put each roll for the stats. So they're bad. Oh God. <laughs> yes. Oh God. How bad um, is bad? Uh, I have two eights. Ooh. I'll let you guess where they are. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, Kromp is a little bastard. Um, he, yeah, he's an absolute charlatan. Do not trust a word that he says. Um. And just, um, like I said, three feet of condensed bastard. Um, he looks like a, a pretty normal kobold. He's kind of rust-colored, um, with the exception that he has two he has two horns um, that sort of curve. Like I don't know how to describe it. Like they go forward and then up. If you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And then. Uh, for some reason, his tail was born abnormally small, 
Like it's it's very narrow. Or wait, do kobolds even have tails? Some do. If they don't, then he has a tail, and that's weird. Um, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> he's marked out by the little like he has two ears that uh, kobolds shouldn't have. Um, they're like uh, goat ears, we'll say. Um, and then he has a goatee, a scruffy goatee hanging from his chin. Nice. Interesting that... looking kobold. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, is that K-R-A-M-P? It sure is. Um, is it A with an umlaut or is it just A? I'll let you decide. Wait, did you make a goddamn Krampus? I think he did. Did you make the goddamn Krampus, you son of a bitch? You're so... You have to tell me if you did, otherwise it's entrapment. <laughs> so, uh, he also carries a bag, a big sack. Yeah, he fucking Holy did. shit. You <laughs> son of a bitch. This is awesome. I fucking I love, love you. you. Would it be too much for him to have hooves? <laughs> he can have shoes that look like hooves. God. He's, does yeah. he have just wooden clogs? Yes. Hoof-shaped peg legs. <laughs> yes! I hate you. I hate you and love you, you goddamn bastard. Okay, so the start oh, of this is an elephant man cowboy in the Krampus. So, Josh, what about you? Who is your character and what did they do? <laughs> Hi, my name is Cheryl Bodiger. I am a gnome, cleric of soon. I uh, look more like a halfling. I'm about the size of a gnome, but I'm very spelt and very thin. I like to watch what I eat. I am a vegetarian. Um, I have a very uh, prominent hooked nose, and my my red hair is back in a ponytail, and I have little glasses on. I am the HR lady from hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think. And, <laughs> and I only want you to be your the best that you can possibly be. Is that Cheryl with an S or a C? Uh, with a C. Okay. Cheryl Bodiger. So you're the over-Karen. Yes. <laughs> oh, man, this is going to be great. We have a fucking kobold, a gnome, and a loxodon. Nick, who is your character? Hmm. Uh, my character is... Uh, uh, well, damn it, I don't know how to introduce myself. Because at first everyone was in third person, but then Josh... Wait, no, I'm going first person. Uh, do whatever. This is an interview. You can do either. Uh, his name... Uh, his name is uh, 15, and he is about seven feet... Seven and a half feet tall. Um, Got, like, just a big... Like, he has, like, a big... Big... It's not really a cloak... It's more just like a giant blanket that he's cut holes in and like right. it goes over. And he's got a big gray skin. He's uh I'm a Goliath. And Ooh. uh very very stern looking, very mean looking. He's got, you know, big big wide jaw, big brow, um no beard, but he's got scars. All over the place, and uh, and little armored growths. Um, just wearing like you know, he has like 
he has like adventuring like boots and stuff, but like he's just wearing like a shirt on. He doesn't look like he needs much armor. Um, and he's also daintily eating like five of those like he's like those you know those delicious pastries you know the ones that are filled with like cream and strawberries and stuff he's just got yeah. like five of them in his hand and he's like slowly eating one you know one at a time while he's right, looking um, through like like all the all the little shops and stuff okay uh what does 15 do uh what is their travels? class he's a sorcerer Ooh. Oh, that, that uh, that's not where I thought that was going. That's not where I thought that was going either. Oh, right. I, I should oh. mention then that uh, since I didn't mention my class, I'm a bard. Yeah. 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 No, the, I knew yeah. that one. Nope. That checks. <laughs> that tracks. Now listen. <laughs> listen right here. Are your instruments, are you big enough that you can pull out your instruments one-handed from holsters? My harmonica is my instrument, and I can do that with my trunk. What do you think I play it with? This is going to be great. I want, I want the good and the bad the ugly with you, like a violinist and like a trumpet player. <laughs> and you are, all of you are literally playing it as you're staring each other down. You're playing the music. <laughs> God. <laughs> this yeah, is this great. is going to be a fun one shot. <laughs> All right. So, Delzorin and Diamond Streets are both closed due to the traffic. Um, the streets have been recently cleared of snow, uh, but the snow is banked on the sidewalks and the roofs of the villas that line the street. Uh, the sunlight is feebly trying to peek out behind the snow clouds, but uh, some of the rays do catch the light of freshly fallen snow, and it's actually quite bright uh the light underneath the various tents are is dimmer lit by candles and uh, magic lanterns there are several different kinds of tents with different wares inside there's one that's selling cups of mold wine ale and beer there's uh ones that's selling pastries cookies and cakes there's a uh, one that's selling knitwear uh one that sells wooden instruments and one that sells an array of fine stationery, such as notebooks, holiday cards, blank scrolls, quills, etc. Um, do you guys want to peruse any of the tents? Cheryl is probably just fingering through some of the like finer jewelry or what maybe looks like finer jewelry with her her nose turned up a bit. Oh, she's that asshole. She's a noble. <laughs> she's not going to let you forget it. Okay, um, so you're just kind of flipping through. There's uh, gold necklaces. There's pendants with different gemstones on it. You see the person that's running the stall is um, is a tiefling. And he says, You find anything that you may like? Um, actually, I'm looking for something that's real gemstones. This all just kind of seems to be glass. Oh, but they're all real gemstones, sourced mm. straight from the Sword Mountains. Mm, uh, mm. I don't know. I point at one. That looks kind of like glass to me. Mm. Yeah, he picks up the pendant, taps it. It feels real to me. Mm. Mm. 
No, I I don't I don't think so. Do you have a like a manager I could speak to about it? God. While this he is going on, can Kromp try to a uh, sleight of hand nab one of the gems while they're not looking? Absolutely. Go ahead. God. Cool. I'm terrible at this, by the way. So wait, what are why are we here? What are we doing? <laughs> Did I miss something? It's the midwinter gala. Most wonderful time of the year. Oh, oh. Yes, that too. Okay. I should have prefaced that at the very beginning. It's the Midwinter Gala, and it's being put on by a noble family in Waterdeep uh, that you know as the Castellanters. Do we know each other? No. So okay. despite despite my 12 dexterity, I rolled a 20 on the die. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, I rolled a fucking six for perception. <clears throat> so you managed to nab yourself a... Pretty um, amethyst pendant. Can I attempt a perception roll since I'm standing there? As oh well? yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Oh Fuck. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hang on. Uh, I have to roll up. Uh, load up. Roll twenty. It seems some things never change. <laughs> <laughs> um. Here we go. New character. Who this? Uh. Perception. Uh. That is a uh nine. No. No. You don't see anything. All right, then. All right, Kromp, you've successfully <laughs> stolen an amethyst pendant. Cool. What else would you like to do? Hmm. Yeah, I just feel like this is... You, you're not showing your actual product, and I, I would like to speak to a manager to see if I could get what you actually have. I the am back. the manager. Mm. <laughs> All right, well... And that's okay. I, I suppose I just will not be providing you with my business today. Thanks. Have a good midwinter gala. You as well. <laughs> just rolls his eyes. You do that way too easy, dude. <laughs> 15 years of customer service. I fucking fair. lived it. Fucking fair. <laughs> All right. What do the rest of you want to do? Uh, the instruments are they like just like woodwinds? Uh, no, they're um, they're stringed instruments made of wood. Gotcha. There's uh, there's violins, violas, lutes, and there's Any even guitars a... or banjos. No, but there is a hurdy gurdy and a balileka. <clears throat> I want you to use that word again and say it slowly. A hurdy gurdy. A little huskiness in your voice. In a balileka. That's not. Nope. That's not what I wanted. Balileka. <laughs> Can I speak to your manager? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think I know what. How do I spell that? Because I've never heard of that. Hurdy gurdy? No, hurdy gurdy I've heard of. It's the second yeah. one. Balileka? Uh, a balileka is. Picture a guitar. That's has like a triangle body. You see, um, the person running this stall is a, is a human bard, and uh, she introduces herself um, as she's just absentmindedly picking away at the Bali Lake. As she says, "Would you like that one? It's only a hundred gold." I'm just more looking right now. Don't have a lot of gold on me. That's understandable. Um, what do you play? Harmonica. Oh. Do you do that with... She points at your trunk. 
damn straight. Can you give me a preview? Uh, uh, roll of performance? Yeah. Okay. No, Jace, I want you to pull out a harmonica and play the <laughs> harmonica. I really want you I mean, to I know like how to play a little bit. It's not great. I, want, I really want you to roll a natural one. 21. Son of a Damn. Bitch. I don't even know what songs have harmonicas in it. So I, <laughs> I mean, right? I know Piano Man. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> Piano Man and what is Old it? The Wizard Sam by Westerns. Black Sabbath. But with, but with, he, you know what? He plays Beach Boy songs. <laughs> only, only. You play, uh, you play a very good little short um, harmonica melody. She claps. <laughs> And she tries. She tries to jam along on the Bali Lake, but it, that's not a good combo of instruments. <laughs> right. God. No, my I, three instruments are the harmonica, a banjo, and a guitar. Oh man. I'm, I'm going are, for the full stereotype here. Who are you, Ted Nugent? Oh God. Wow. <laughs> Even I, I ain't uh, that stupid. Oh man! Shots I fired. Up, I looked up songs that involve harmonica, and I'm fucking. I feel like an idiot for how many of these there are that I fucking is... love to do. Guess that's why they call it the blues. Midnight Rambler, Run Around. Oh yeah, shit! That wow. Whammer Jammer, Piano Man. You don't know how it feels. Fingertips. <laughs> okay. All right. Is this just the harmonica cast now? Yeah, yeah lots hey. of Doobie Brothers and Dylan. And that's, that's we're narrow casting. We're narrow casting to people who listen to a lot of dad rock. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, it's what? What's fifteen doing? Is fifteen perusing any of the stalls? Uh, no. Uh, I'm assuming since it's close to that time of the year, there's lots of kids playing around. Oh yeah. I think he's probably playing like with the kids, making snowballs, making snowmen. Okay. So um, I want you to make, ooh, kind of check what this be to make a snowman. Well, I got a roll to make a snowman. Sleight of hand? Maybe? I'm not sure, honestly. I'd argue maybe sleight of hand or performance if you're yeah. making it real flashy. Yeah, I would say either one. I would say performance with dexterity. Yeah. I, there are some yeah, rolls that you can pick you which know what stack it is? if it makes sense. I was yeah. Say, yeah, I was like, you know what it is. It's either, yeah, I prefer performance. I can, I can actually get a little, a little something out of it. Whoo, twenty-one. Nice. <sighs> Damn. Just use intimidation and you shout at the snow. <laughs> the do snow the, just morphs. Do the old school world of darkness. Roll strength plus computer use. Oh. <laughs> um, Zan, the uh. The woman at the uh, instrument stall, she says, Um, have you heard of the the bard Arya Cavatina? Um, uh, would that be a, a check or just, do you want me to say no? Because I haven't. <laughs> uh, either or. I mean, it's up to you. Would it be history? Yeah. Twelve. Um, the name sounds familiar, but you haven't heard her music. 
So I believe I've heard of her. Well, she's performing at the Castle Lanterns tonight, and you should absolutely watch that performance. Her voice is that of an angel. I'll took and that she's knowledge. beautiful to boot. I'll take that knowledge away, little lady. Her name is Aria Cavatina. And then I guess I'll leave the shop and just start meandering up to the... Yeah, at about this time, it's um, it's about 3 p.m. The sun's beginning to lower in the sky a bit. And the doors of the Castellanter Villa have opened. Um, I'm assuming you're all going to go to the villa? Oh, I know the Castellanters, of course. Oh, and they know you quite well. <laughs> I can imagine. Um, I've heard that the Castellanters have children, right? Yes. Do I know that the Castle Lanterns are a bunch of bastards? Oh, boy. Uh, there's been rumors, but they've never been in trouble with the law. But do I have a sneaking suspicion that their children might be bastards? I don't think he's interested in law. <laughs> <laughs> um, you haven't actually met any of the children or heard anything negative about them. Hmm. Well, I will go just in case. Okay. So what's happening at this thing? This place? It's a festival. No, I mean at the at the place. But going specifically. A performance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a gala. It's a fancy fancy party that they have every year for midwinter. Is it like a? Is it a thing where like they open it to the public, or is this more of a... Yeah, they open it to the public. So the Castle Lantern Villa, um, you see the stark white walls and a gleaming crimson roof just barely poking out from underneath the snow that's piled on top of it. Uh, there are turrets that stand out even among the other opulent estates of the Sea Ward. A uh, three-story mansion lies in the midst of a picturesque green... Er, guess it's not green now it's white but uh, a garden with uh, dappled dappled with hedges and water features the water of course has frozen over uh, the estate is surrounded by a tall white brick wall with a single wrought iron gate as an entrance the castle Anter family crest a green Y overlapping a stylized goose being fed is emblazoned on the gate and armored guards stand at attention at either side the gate is open and people are pouring into the the mansion. What would y'all like to do? I'm gonna can try to see, shuffle in. I was say, can we see about where the performance is gonna be from here, or not from outside? You have to get inside. Okay. Well, I guess y'all will just meander my way on inside. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go schmooze. All right. Um, you guys filter in. You um you see the Castle Lanterns manservants, um, a tiefling, an aging tiefling man, who when you pass by he introduces. He says, "My name is Willifort Crawwell, and if you need any assistance, please don't hesitate to ask." Oh, thank you very much, Williford. I will absolutely do so. He nods, and um, when you enter the ballroom, you see that there are. At least there's four guards flanking the front door as you come in alongside Willifort. And then um, just 
Scattered throughout the ballroom are six additional guards posted around the perimeter. They all wear the uh, City Watch livery. And among them you see one is probably the captain. He's uh, an Aluskan human. Hmm. And he's just kind of schmoozing with uh, some of the guards. I take a flute of champagne and one of those nice little finger sandwiches and I make my rounds. Alright. There are a ton of people here. Who would you like to talk to? There's guards. There's um, bards. Oh no, performing. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't associate with the help. I uh, I speak directly to the nobles. <clears throat> okay. The um, the castellanters. They're kind of positioned towards the um, towards this small uh, makeshift uh, dais that's been erected next to their wonderful golden harpsichord the the castellanters as they're dressed in this brilliant just um just shades of red uh Vic victoro castellanters wearing a very well tailored suit and amalia castellanters wearing a beautiful elegant uh ballroom dress and they're both holding masquerade max masks in front of their face that are fashioned in the shape of, uh, um, like, kind, they're kind of fiendish looking. Darling, you didn't tell me it was going to be a masquerade bar party. I would have brought my mask. You know, the one that's custom. Uh, Amalia turns around and says, Ah, oh, Cheryl, you've, you've arrived. It's so nice to see you again, Amalia. It's nice to see you too, darling. Insight check. Go ahead. I'm good at insight because I have to be. That's a ten. Uh, you you don't sense anything off-putting. How are things? It seems like it's been a whole year since I've last seen you. That's because it has been. I suppose dear. that's true. Will you never invite me to any of your other parties? We should definitely hang out more. You slipping in the oh, French dress? Absolutely. Shirt. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'm slipping in a little friend dress, you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's hard. Jeez. It's hard to do accents. <laughs> Bobby, listen. Oh, maybe that's it. Mm, I don't yeah, know. I think that's it. I think that's her. I maybe, think you found maybe, her. Maybe she's more like this. Listen, Bobby, it's been a pleasure. We really need to catch up more. That we you do, know. that we do. Um, the next, the next party that we're having won't be until about mid-spring, but I'll definitely have to um, note that down. Willafort, quick question: uh, Cheryl, are you getting a little verklempt? Not at all. <laughs> Willafort, pencil in uh, for mid-spring to invite Cheryl to our party then. Oh, that's I'm so charmed. Thank you, darling. Not a not a problem. This whole time, Victoro's just kind of side eyeing you <laughs> from beneath his mask. Fair. All right, what are the rest of you doing? Um, so fifteen 
walked in very very slowly he made sure he waited until like a group was coming in and kind of trailed in behind the group because he doesn't because mm. he doesn't want to like stand out and when he saw everyone else was in mass he pulls out like a little like a little wooden mask he carved to like wear and he's doing that thing that a lot of people do at parties where like he wants to go and get food, but he waits until there's no one at the table, right? You know, right. <laughs> and then he, like, you know, and then he, you know, kind of he finds a nice spot that's not too far away that people are going to notice him, but it's like close enough that people, you know. Uh, is, that gonna... all, is that all? Fifteen is doing. That's all he's doing. All right. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that uh, me and Fifteen kind of stick out like sore thumbs, considering we're both over seven feet tall. Yeah. Um. The only other tallish creature that you see in here. Um, there's actually a, a well-decorated gif, um, and he's just mouthing off to some of the guards talking about how he's, Oh, I have destroyed so many mind flayers. A gif, really? Gif. G-I-F-F. I believe it's pronounced gif. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Here we go. A gif is a hippo man, basically. Ah, uh, I thought oh, you said gif. No, not the, the elves. Yonky, I was like, wait, what? Excuse me? Oh, no, so, isn't the, 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 the natural enemy of the elephant? I've, uh, I've been rolling on the, um... Oh, God. The personal tables in, uh, Xanathar's Guide. Okay. For, for Crump. And, uh... I just want it to be known that he, um... I saved the life of a commoner who now owes me a life debt. Um, oh, God. They oh, accompany no. me on my travels and perform mundane tasks for me. Okay. Um, Wait, so, is this is this one of the children that you've stolen? No, you've no. Been... If it's who I think it is, we can't use him because he's basically ah. blackface. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. I'm Wait, not doing that. Excuse me? Krampus has a sidekick that's basically uh, blackface. Oh, good. Um, I'm glad you're not going that route. (laughs) uh, Yeah, I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna do that. Um, (laughs) Are you sure? Can I sell you on the blackface? Well, the thing is, I think his name is actually something like Black Pete or something. All right, all, all right, right, okay, all right. It's okay. Bad. It's bad. DM, oh. how would you feel if my companion were a tall, dark-haired, handsome man from a faraway land with an Eastern European accent? Oh no. Um, you could but say you said no. There were, but you said they were a commoner. Okay, or, is this, or is this just someone who looks and sounds like Strahd? And acts like Strahd. <laughs> and is Strahd. I didn't say he has to have any of the powers. That's, that's, that. that's true. <laughs> Strahd gets killed by Truckkun and Isekai's back here. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, remember, air on the side of awesome. Sure, you can have a Strahd-like companion. <laughs> cool. Um, Y'all, Dungeon Dragons is all right, you know? Cramp turns right. to his uh, manservant. Um, yeah, Stroud. I think uh, Stroud. party's kind of cool. 
Stroud Stroud looks at you. Oh, do you want to voice him? You could do it. It makes it less of me talking to myself. And here you thought you were getting away from this accent. (laughs) (laughs) Stroud uh, looks down at you, Crump, and he says, Yes, this is one definitely one of the better parties that I've been to, yes. I also wanted to be known that Stroud hates Crump, but is nonetheless obliged to his oh, yeah, mundane the, service. Yeah, the entire time he's looking at you, but not directly at you. He's like looking at the floor next to he's you. looking above me. <laughs> <laughs> Just staring off into the middle distance. He's staring uh, at this space between the horns. He's eating a... Uh, a finger sandwich, predominantly, that's uh, just ketchup. <laughs> oh God! Oh, I get the reference there, but also fuck off. That's gross. <laughs> now, how much sandwich. does he hate you? Would you say it's like a every now and then, as he's eating with the fork, he like looks from the end of the fork to your neck and just kind of <laughs> wistful. He uh. <laughs> It's like the companion who knows he's much smarter than the leader, but is Mm. nonetheless forced to follow him. So he's Destra. Yeah. Fifteen, you said um, when you were outside you were playing with the children, right? Indeedy. Okay. Um, You see in the ballroom the two Castellanter children, Terenzio and Elzarina, uh... They're just, they're playing, I don't know, they're playing um, pickup sticks off in a corner somewhere. And uh, I want you to make a perception check. All right. What is, uh, you know what would help me? You know what would help in this endeavor? What? If I knew what my perception is. Yeah, I'd say that helps. Unless you're proficient in it, it would just be your wisdom modifier. There, there it is. Yeah, I was looking under like, where the fuck? There we go. Okay, I have. Well, I was going to say, that's not good. I don't have any perception, so it's zero. But I rolled a natural 20, so. Oh, shit. All right. You notice that Elzarina looks anxious beyond typical childlike. She looks super anxious. <laughs> Like the nor- like, there's the normal childhood anxious energy. She looks more agitated. You mean? Yeah, like kind of nervous. She keeps glancing around the crowd, then over her shoulder, and then nervously over at her parents. She's not really participating in the pickup sticks. And you see that bald in her fist is a crumpled piece of paper. Is a crumpled piece of paper? Mm-hmm. Um. Hang on. Well, I mean, you're a kid and Krampus is nearby. I'd be nervous, too. Hang on. Um, Still can't fucking believe you created Krampus, you son of a bitch. <laughs> God. I started, I've created the entire backstory to this character also. Like, D- D&D is fucking great. How he came into service, of uh, how he became um. what he is. Great. So can I can I can I can I catch the little girl's attention? Kind of like, is there any way I can yeah. do that? And I I use a spell slot, and I'm gonna try to cast Ray of Frost, 
but I'm gonna make it really weak and just make a little snowball with it, and then when one of the servants aren't... No, not servants, they serve food. One of the people who's really... Who's being really annoying. Like, there's gotta be... Right? There's gotta be someone here. I don't know who. There's Cheryl! There's gotta be one person here. I don't know who. But someone who looks like who? they're really a dick. And then who? I kind of... When they're not looking, when she's watching, I lob the snowball at them. And then quickly hide. That. Like, you behind the little girl. Press the digitation. I don't have that spell. Can't trust Oh. I probably should. Alright, so what I exactly are you doing? Are you casting Ray of Frost on me? It's it, no, I'm casting Ray of Frost into my hand to make like a snowball. Right. And then I'm when she, someone's not throwing looking, it at an annoying person. Yeah. To make the kid laugh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, you chuck the snowball. I'm just gonna roll a a d20 here to see who it hits. Like, I made a show out of making the snowball. Like, I caught her attention, and then I, like, did mm -hmm. magic hands. And like, oh, snowball! And then just, like, whoop. You... <laughs> you hit the city watch captain. Ah, fuck. Okay, <laughs> well, I, I duck behind the little girl. <laughs> he just, he, he breaks away from his conversation with uh, some of the guards, and he just says, Hey, who threw that? Hello? I, point the, I point to the little boy next to the little girl. <laughs> he, uh, they're not, not going to believe kids. <laughs> he looks at um. He looks at Terenzio, and he says, "You do that when we're outside, not inside." <laughs> do you want me to get your mother? He just kind of shakes his head and goes back to the sticks. Krampus immediately notices. <laughs> Krampus can fuck off. There's a difference. Or not Krampus, I'm sorry, Kromp. There's a difference between there's a difference between being bad and playful ribbing. Krampus. Kromp. Alright? There's no difference between bastard kids. I'm gonna throw you. <laughs> oh, no. oh god. Also, technically that kid didn't do it, it was me. I don't know that. <laughs> This oh, kid's gonna no. get. Oh my god! I'm gonna find out this kid got switched because of me, and it's gonna be real, real bad. <laughs> Krampus uh. is gonna waddle over to the kids, <laughs> and uh, um, <laughs> I'm gonna look for which one of them looks the dumbest. <laughs> oh like, god! Like, which one is kind of like? Which one's like mouth is kind of hanging open a little bit, like little. It's uh, definitely Terenzio. I was gonna say okay. I'm gonna go on a limb and say the boy, Elzarina. She's still hol uh, holding that crumpled piece of paper, and um, just her her spirits have been lifted by the 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 snowball stunt. I'm gonna cast charm person. Oh lord, <laughs> Terenzio. Um. I think he has to make a wisdom saving throw, um, which he's unlocked that's a because <laughs> that's a three. Oh. So he, um, I come up and I just, I'm like big puppy dog eyes. My ears kind of go down and I'm just like, it, and what he hears, everybody else hears my like gnarled smoker's voice, but he just hears 
Oh, little, little child. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) No, keep it up. No, I want to hear this. Keep going. I need your help. I need to know which child threw that snowball. Uh, he, uh, Terenzia looks around and he, um, he points at 15. That's not a child. <laughs> but that's the one that threw it. Pick that a child. <laughs> Did you say pick a child? Pick one. I don't which care child, which. Which child is most likely to have thrown the snowball? Pick one. Be honest. Anyone. <laughs> pick a child. Pick a child. Just pick one. They're all the same, really. His eyes. Uh, this I start doing that thing that Bill Skarsgård's eyes do in it, where they like start going in different directions. <laughs> no, just pick one. They all float the, down here. This whatever this is, is broken up by a couple of claps. Just. <clears throat> Arya Cavatina has come from a distance to grace us. With her angelic voice that's famous throughout the Sword Coast. If we could have your attention, her set begins now. You hear Willifort. Um, you see now that Arya is this beautiful statuesque woman with vivid red hair that contrasts against her uh, silvery white skin. And as she starts singing, her eyes glow a mesmerizing kind of sapphire color. And you see shimmering wings sprout from her back. Are they like angel wings? Like dragon wings? Uh, they're angelic. Ah. Uh, the singer's voice fills the room and her radiant light follows. It's a soft, warm light that makes the Castellanter's decor gleam and shimmer. Her voice is bright and clear, and you're absolutely riveted by it. The crowd watches in silence. Even the ornery children have gone quiet and watch open-mouthed. And as she finishes one song and goes to start another, as she begins the second song, she lets out a blood-curdling scream. I need you all to make perception checks. Oh, no. Are we 16? Are we by any chance in direct sunlight? No. Okay. Uh 15. 15 16 15. 15? Uh, 15? Crump is lean or Crump a, leans over that's to whoever's closest. Ooh. That's real low. Pop right, your so eardrums. I wasn't paying attention. So, uh, Zan, Kromp, and Cheryl, you guys all see that attached to Arya's neck on the back of it is a bright red imp that has managed to sting her in the back of the neck. (coughs) What do you do? Uh, Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. How clear a shot do I have? Uh, not very clear. Damn. Well, Crump. where are you? Where are you in the crowd? Considering that I was going to see her, I would say probably near the front. Okay. Um. 
I'll say, yeah, yeah, you have actually a pretty clear shot. Crump? Crump jumps up onto a table, pulls out um, a softly glowing lump of coal. Oh my god. And yells, turn around, pretty lady. <laughs> okay, at least at least he's being a good guy. I, I was really expecting him to use this opportunity to start stealing children now that no one is looking. All right, Cheryl, what do you do? Cheryl puts her hand to her breast and goes, Oh my gosh, does anyone else see that? That's it. All right. that, that's all she does. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm debating on trying to sh like shoot the thing off her, but I, in my luck, I'm going to kill her if I do that. Um, oh, how far away am I? I'll say about 30 feet. How heavy is the imp? Uh, well, it is classified as a tiny fiend. So probably not very heavy. Would you say 10 pounds or less? Yes. Then I'm going to grab the fucker with mage hand. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. I'm going to grab it. And then... Is it like still attached to her? Like sting-wise? I would say make a spell attack roll. Indeed. Uh, da, 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 13. Okay, you, uh, with, there is some kind of squirming around, but the mage hand manages to grab it and pluck it off her neck. Can I throw my lump of coal at it now? <laughs> Uh, you sure can. Cool. <laughs> want to make the, if you want to make that attack roll. Yeah, like I'm gonna, as he's getting ready to throw, I'm like I'm pulling it out and away from her. Mm-hmm. So like he's I... not. When 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 uh when you pluck the imp off her neck, she just kind of falls to her knees and her hands and knees and just starts breathing heavily. That is a fourteen. A fourteen hits. Cool. So. What this is, is my cantrip magic stone. I can take any sort of rock and basically make it magical and I can throw it and it'll deal a d6 damage. Alright. <clears throat> and it counts as a magical weapon. Um, that is... Five damage. Okay. You, um... You actually knock the imp out. <laughs> As the stone just smacks it square in the middle of the skull. I tell, uh, I tell, I tell Stroud to get the bag. Stroud says, as you wish. He pulls out just his black sack that he had um, strapped to his belt and starts approaching it. And that's when uh, you hear through the panic of the crowd... Uh, you see the the uh, city watch captain. He uh, steps forth. He um, shuts the front doors, and he says, "No one is allowed to leave until we can conduct an investigation." Uh, Stroud captures the imp in the back. <laughs> oh my god! You there, little uh? Crop is already switching the imp in the back. Little lizard thing. What? What is that? I'm not a lizard. What do you mean? 
What do you have there? I have the perpetrator. Mm. Don't worry, folks. It's already taken care of. He looks yeah. at the guard captain. Some help you were. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> he he kind he kind of uh, snarls at you, and he snarls. Um, he says, it, "Does Crump uh, subscribe to Agab? All guards are bastards." Wow. <laughs> Maybe he does. I don't know. The, the, the cap- work, probably. Captain says, I appreciate you dispatching that creature for us, but now we need to investigate <clears throat> at the sudden appearance of an imp in the villa. I need you all. Um, as, who wants to help in the investigation? I'll help. Well, I've okay, already so, got a good start. Zan? Well, we have Crump. to get to the bottom of this, so I guess I'll help. Cheryl, what's fifteen doing? He 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 very shyly raises up his hand. All right, I need you all to make investigation checks. Cheryl will clutch. So she has a cloak uh, with a red symbol of soon on her chest. She will touch it uh, and cast guidance on herself to give her an extra D four on the roll. All right, roll to twenty. Twenty. Sixteen. Sixteen. 19 19 uh with the 1d4 that's uh 16 all right you uh you all notice that near to where the um where aria was singing you notice a looks like uh what looks like a crumpled piece of paper that's been torn out of a book okay uh, i'll go did- there and pick it up so when you uncrumple it and look at look at it, it's a it's from the Faroon Child's Book of Fables, and the fable is called The Wooden Girl. What's it about? Well, get ready for this, because this is something I shall read to you. Oh boy. There are some things that you may not you may want to note. Okay? Okay. Oh, okay, okay, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. I need to open up the word document. Hang on. The the wooden girl reads as follows. The girl's name was Eliza, and she was brought to life in the puppet maker's workshop. Like most girls, Eliza was equipped with limbs and a face and, of course, a heart. The puppet maker, Sophie, created Eliza with loving detail. Sophie perched Eliza in the window of a shop where she could wave at passersby and enjoy the view of the ocean in the distance. On the first morning of midwinter, Eliza gazed longingly through the window watching the white caps fold over the sea. Snow began to fall, dotting the shop windows and obscuring her vision. Eliza grew sad and wistful. She wanted to leave the shop, but knew that she could not. Suddenly, the snowdrops on the glass began to melt. A vivid orange glow filled Eliza's sight. On the other side of the window stood an old man, face shrouded in a torn scarf, holding a candle. Elzarino was fearful, for Sophie had always told her wooden girls must stay away from fire. Sophie told Elzarina about the wooden snake that she had crafted as a child. When the snake was brought to life, it slithered away toward the hearth, seeking warmth. A stray ember ignited the snake, and it withered to ashes. This is not the only warning. 
Sophie also told El Elzarina about the pickup about the set of pickup sticks that she had crafted when she was a woodworker's apprentice. Pleased with her work, Sophie rubbed two sticks together to sand away the splinters, but the friction sparked and the sticks burnt to cinders. But the man's flame was low on the wick, and he peered at her through the glass. Little wooden girl, why are you so sad? I wish to see the sea beyond this pane of glass, she said. When it snows, the drops blur the window and I feel trapped. What if I took you from your mount, he said. Would you like that? Elzarina frowned. My maker warned me not to go outside, for I could get lost. She says little girls like me get lost in big cities. But the man persisted. Surely she did not create you just to keep you trapped here forever. What if you fetched her a gift for the holiday? This filled Elzarina with joy. Oh yes, I should so love to bring my maker a present, and perhaps I will get a quick glimpse of the sea. He stepped into the shop and lifted her from her mount. He marched through the city, and she reveled in the freedom. But he strode not to the sea, but toward the city of the dead. It was not the cool blue ocean she eventually saw before her, but a scene awash in gray. Perhaps if she blurred her sight, she could pretend that the feeble sun glinting off the snow-slick tombstones was the white-capped surface of the sea. But Elzarina knew that she had already made a terrible mistake. She suddenly longed for the puppet maker's workshop, for the stoic company of the alphabet blocks and sets of dice, and intricately carved spinning tops and tiny ballerinas who danced but never spoke. The man wove through the rows of stones and sat on a circle embedded in the ground, an altar unmarked and unnamed. But it had been desecrated already. Elzarina saw the remnants of a fire that once burned, the debris of used tinder. The man pulled away his scarf and grinned at her, an evil smile matched by red eyes that glinted with sadistic pleasure. He placed her atop the ashes and pulled a matchbook from his shabby coat pocket. He had the tool, but not the fuel, until he had found the wooden girl in the workshop window, made from the choicest wood for burning, the perfect size for kindle on a long winter night. The man struck the oiled match tip, and the flame roared to life. A curious gradient of deep navy and violent orange. And as the blue heart of the flame engulfed her, Eliza knew, thought of both the azure sea that she would never meet and the puppet maker's kind cornflower eyes and longed for their cool, dowsing touch. Wow, that's really dark. That was a good yeah. story. Yeah, I don't know if I really should... Uh... We should really be letting our children read these kinds of stories. It's not very nice. It's not very good for them. I grew up reading Grimm's and I'm just fine. Who? Builds character. The stuff that was pointed out, and this is a character hand handout, so I don't feel bad about giving you this. The bolded words in this fable are... Uh, Elzarina, Wooden Snake, Pickup Sticks, City of the Dead, Alphabet Blocks, A Circle Embedded in the Ground, An Altar Unmarked and Unnamed, and Dowsing Touch. So, Cheryl, you finished reading the fable aloud. Huh. 
Well, that's weird. What do the rest of you think of this? I say we need to talk to the little girl, but that's player <laughs> knowledge, not character knowledge. This is yeah, this I'll, is the I'll, little I'll, this I'll, is the piece of paper she dropped, right? This is the one that was near uh, where Arya had been attacked. Okay. Um. Oh right, right. Well, fifteen. It is like we were called in to help investigate. Does that mean that like, we have like guards on us or something? Or yes, there are uh, ten guards currently just scattered around the room. I was gonna say, so they won't mind like if I'm investigating if I just move away from the investigation area. Yeah, they won't mind. Okay, yeah, then uh, 15's gonna go over to the little to the kids. Are the kids? I'm gonna still... go with. I'm gonna go with 15. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and he, you know, he walks up to like uh, the little girl, and then like he, like he kind of just kind of. Looks down, and then and then points at like the sticks, and then points towards the stage, and then points towards her hand, and gives her like a really quizzical look, like, hmm? and then goes, hmm. You can make a persuasion check. Hmm. I'm gonna do one of those. And uh, just so you know, she looks very guilty about something. That's a 17. Okay. I'm very persuasive. Um, she says, I think that was, I may have accidentally summoned that imp. His, his name is Chernock. Um, I don't really know how, but when I was reading The Wooden Girl, it's my favorite story. And I saw my name written there, and I, I thought it was a present. So I read it out loud, and sure enough, he happened to appear. He was nice at first. Uh, he let me clean his hat, which had a smudge on it. But then Chernock and his stinky friend Brimto started breaking things in my room, and I got scared. Is Arya going to be alright? Cromp stops switching uh, the imp for a moment. <laughs> so wait, which one is this, Chernock or Brimtoes? That one is that one is Chernock. The, uh, do you know where Brimtoes is? Brimtoes sounds like even more of a bastard. I think Brimtoes still up in my bedroom. It's about this point. Cheryl pulls the uh, paper up and's like, <clears throat> there are words here uh, that are. They're uh, highlighted. They're bolder than the others. Yes, they're bold, like me. Could they mean Let's anything? Let's go to the room. Okay. <laughs> okay. I love that so much. Whatever, strange lizard boy. I'm not a lizard. Hmm. Are you... Okay. Are you sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, um... When you ask her where her bedroom is, she points upstairs. Um, actually, she'll lead you to it. Um, you head upstairs, 
and she leads you into her bedroom. There are two four-poster beds that take up the bulk of the room. Um, you see that it's just scattered with toys. <laughs> there's a there's a life-sized stuffed unicorn standing in one corner. When you look down, you see that actually on the back of the paper that she had with her appears to be a drawing of a sigil. Um, I want you guys to make a history or arcana check when you see the sigil. Um, I'm all going to give myself guidance again. Okay. 21. Natural 21. 20. Natural 20. I took history, investigation, and performance as my three skills. Uh, 21. 21. 8. All right. 8. So everybody except for Cheryl, uh -huh. you, have su you have successfully sussed out that this sigil represents Osmodeus. Oh, joy. And um, you also see, you also know that this sigil traditionally uh, has been used as a summoning circle to conjure devils and demons. Elzarina, darling, wh where'd you get that book again? It's one. Of, it's a. It. It's an old fable. Um. I know mom and dad have brought it. They brought it to me on my birthday a few years ago. Can Can I get that piece of paper from you? Uh. She nods and holds it up to you. I'm gonna take it from her and just like, give it a quick once over, see if there's anything else other than just that. Uh, sigil. No, it's just the sigil. Hmm. Yeah, I think we found out what may have uh, accidentally pulled them here. But that doesn't explain how it got here. Maybe it's the kid's fault. Maybe we maybe we should talk to her parents. Oh, excuse me. Hang on. Maybe we should talk to her parents. <laughs> <laughs> you, um... Mr. J. Absolutely. You see... Out of the corner of your eye, something moving in one of the dark corners of the room. Um, as soon as I see that, I turn around and hang on. Oh, do I not have light as a cantrip? I thought I had light as a cantrip. Give me one second. Can I spot it with dark vision? Uh, yeah. You see, um... A second imp trying to arrange what appear to be toys around a, a recreation of the Osmodeus sigil. I guess oh. I don't. Never mind. Now, uh, I don't mean to disturb you, but do you think you could stop doing that, please? The imp looks up at you, hisses, and just says, now we have to bring him here. No, we don't. Mm -hmm. okay. I don't know where these toys go, okay. damn it. Okay, okay. I hear you, but, um, counterpoint, do we? I want to try to persuade him to put down the toys and come out of the, the, um, the corner. At, before he does that, I, again, I touch the uh, icon of soon on my chest and I say, now, little lizard man, 
before you do that, you have to understand that soon... Well, hang on. I, I'm not quite in character. <clears throat> now listen here, little listen man. Before you do it, you have to understand that soon once you be the best that you can be. And I... I normally, this would be I'd put a hand on his shoulder, but I don't... I just kind of poke him. I give him, <laughs> I give him guidance. It's great because I have an eight charisma. <laughs> All right, you're a druid. Yep. All he, right. he said he rolled the three d six in order. Yep. yep. Um. Can I use deception? <laughs> because you can I'm use definitely whatever not you want. going to be kind to him, but I'm going to convince him <laughs> that I will. Um. Okay. So, how? What do I add to this? A d4. D4. Cool. Guidance um, is a I... hell of a spell. Ooh, that's actually not bad. 17 minus 1 plus 4. <laughs> so, unnatural 20. Uh... So I'm just like, hey, little guy, come on. Nope, nope. Do the other You're voice. You're weird. Do the other I'm... voice. You're weird. I'm nice. weird. We both have horns. That's not <laughs> We're practically brothers. You don't have a stinger, though. You are ah, inferior. Ah, ah, but that's where you're wrong. <laughs> I, I hold up the end of my tail, which has a scorpion that's died like weeks ago. Just take <laughs> <to> it. <laughs> oh my god. Listen, we're one of the same kind, cut from the same cloth. We're basically the same... Uh, you might even be my brother. That's just a but scorpion. No. <laughs> it's not. Yes, it is. It's not a scorpion. It's my scorpion. He's part of me, okay? That's weird. <laughs> well, so is having a stinger. Well, no, having a stinger makes me it, superior to everything. Well, this broke down real hard. But how superior are you if I can just duct tape my own stinger to my tail? Huh? That's pretty stupid, isn't it? Now, anyway, put down the toys and come out here. Let's talk. Let's be cool. When did Kromp become uh, Rick? Because <laughs> all I'm waiting for is the belch. I, I make the, the three grunts and burp that signals to Stroud that as soon as he comes out, he's, he... Oh, wait, no. Stroud doesn't fight for me. Never mind. Um, okay, so he just... He just grunts and burps. So, does the... Did it work? Meanwhile, I'm holding a piece of... Magical coal behind my back. <laughs> All right. Yeah, uh, Brimto uh, comes out and he says, Would you at least help me figure this sigil out? Sigil, sigil, sigil. How do you pronounce it? I've never been quite sure. I think it's Sigil. Now, anyway, what are you trying to do? I'm trying to summon my master. Who? Asmodeus, dum-dum. Hey, don't call me dumb, stupid. <laughs> don't call me stupid, idiot. 
Don't call me idiot, bozo. So, uh, uh, 15 <laughs> looks at the giant elephant man and goes, so are you gonna be mad if I would've just attacked them both right now? Like, just... Would, would, you, would you have a problem with that? I think you need to, uh, mess up that little thing he's doing on the floor before you do anything. Well, hold on. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, um... Maybe if we talk to Asmodeus, we can straighten this whole thing out. <laughs> no. Um... <laughs> now listen. Fuck, I keep forgetting because I had a voice for her picked up before this. I now listen. Before we go any further, I just want you to know before this gets bad, I believe that all of you have the potential for greatness in you and you can do better. And I know you can. I'm going to cast Bless on all three of you. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh you bless up to three creatures of your choice within range whenever a target makes an attack roll or saving throw before the spell ends the target can cast uh uh can roll a d4 and add the number roll to the attack roll or saving throw uh it's concentration up to a minute hey, hey, hey. and that's my first spell slot i would also like to point out that i have exactly one attack spell so, yeah, it's going to be a lot of this. <clears throat> All right. I would, I would like to add that Kromp is wearing hide armor, so he's basically just this lump of fur. All right. <laughs> Again, um, we have the over Karen. Basically, uh the backwoods shaman Krampus and an elephant cowboy tootin pointin shootin how would how did we not do this for the main game <laughs> <laughs> um i almost you, made a kobold uh, necromancer oh god maybe for a story arc down the line <laughs> right um so uh, who's going over to the piece of paper with the sigil on it? I have and that. The I got toys it. scattered about. Oh, you now I'm talking about the the second one that Brimto was working on. Oh, I looked at uh, I look at the the elephant man, since I recognize that he was the one who helped me take out the other imp, and I kind of like I look at him, kind of like flick my eyes over at the imp, then kind of like nod over at the lump of coal in my hand and I just raise an eyebrow. Okay. I get what you're trying to get me to do. The same thing we did to take up the other one. Oh, I just... It's more like I'm asking permission. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do what you want, partner. I don't care. <laughs> so, is at least one other person within five feet of the uh, imp? Why did you ask that with joy? Because I have pack tactics as a kobold. Oh! Holy well, yeah. shit. <laughs> Great. No, I thought it had to be other kobolds. Is it just allies? Nope. They probably changed it for, um... For the kobold... Like, species or race. As a playable race. I can double check, though. Um, no, I just, uh... I didn't... I wasn't sure. 
If at least one of your allies is within five feet. Yep. Hell yeah. Cool. Uh. Eighteen. Eighteen. All right. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Smack him in the head with the, <laughs> with the coal. You knock him out. <laughs> so now there's two knocked out imps. And he goes in the bag. All you, right. You add d4s to both of those, by the way. Oh. It won't matter. So it's eight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not not the damage, just the attack. Oh. Um. So the toys that were on this sigil are a set of pickup sticks, uh, a set of metal jacks, uh, marbles, wooden alphabet blocks, and a wooden snake that's articulated. Oh, gee. Hmm. I think we need to grab the snake, hmm. the sticks, and the alphabet blocks. Yeah, it seems like those might be important based on what I, I read. Uh, looking at the piece of paper that has the sigil on it, how close was he? Um, he was pretty close. He, um, he had recreated all of the wooden alphabet blocks, um, are letters from Osmodeus's name, and they were arranged in a circle around the sigil. You also see uh, scattered on a rug that's nearby two hair berets and uh, more marbles. Do I notice anything else over by the hair beret and marbles? Uh, there's a ornately carved dreidel. There's a music box in the shape of an egg. And there's a toy nutcracker. Yeah, nothing's sticking out there. Maybe the music box, but that's a long shot. Yeah. Someone tell me what was all the highlighted stuff again. I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> Why does that not surprise me? Um, it was Elz Arena, wooden, wooden stake, pickup sticks, city of the dead, alphabet blocks, a circle embedded in the ground, an altar unmarked and unnamed, and dousing touch. What does Dowson Touch mean? Isn't part of the city called... I don't know! Like the City of the Dead? Yes, you'll know that um, Waterdeep's graveyard is, or cemetery is called the City of the Dead. Oh, oh good lord, you dang fool. And I look at the amp. You weren't even doing it in the right place. You're supposed to be doing it way out in the cemetery. It ain't gonna work in the little kid's room. Were they trying to create a portal to get Asmodeus in a kid's room? Now yeah. it's, to, it's now it's starting to turn southern. God damn it! Sorry, <laughs> sorry everybody, that's me. <laughs> so like straight up, I was I'm like I was like I'm gonna make him a southern Goliath, and then fucking you show up and you're like, I'm a cowboy, howdy howdy howdy, and I'm like, well I'm not changing it. We both came to the costume party wearing the same. I'm not going home. <laughs> <laughs> One of us is the name brand. The other is the store brand. Um, I need you all to make a history or arcana checks. Uh, I'm going to gun it to myself again. I rolled a okay. one. That is a natural 20. 23. Jesus. 22 altogether. 
Okay. Um, anyone who rolled above 14, um, you know that when sigils, when summoning sigils like this are activated, they need to be fully expended before they can be closed. So do Has, I just gotta set, set the magic out? How about, hold on. Has it been activated yet? Yes. It was activated when uh, El's Arena summoned the two imps. Now, how how much magic is in there? If I were to like look at it and give it like one You're, you're unsure. Uh, I have issues I with guess. doing that, but I don't see any other way. Cause um, well, well uh, uh, I was gonna say I uh um I can like if we gotta so there's magic in it yeah hold on just a sec uh can I make a check to see if I could I guess break the sigil without any catastrophic uh consequences sure it's just written on a piece of paper. Well, you can if you don't do it the right way, it can still blow up in your face very badly. Uh, investigation. Sure. Guidance. I've gone from making speeches a... to just screaming. Is... Guidance. Is that a cantrip? Yeah, it's cantrip. Nice. Sure it's wild. All right, and that's a D four added on. Yeah. I almost took a cantrip that was similar to it, but I thought, eh, this character's selfish. Why would he take that? Yeah. <laughs> 18 total. 18. Um, you feel like if you ripped the paper, nothing bad would happen? Fuck it, I'll rip the paper. Well, well hang on, let me do it. Because uh, I, I got a spell I can cast, which lets me, like, absorb certain kinds of magic. Alright. So. What? Yeah. Yeah, I got a level 1 spell called Absorb... Okay, well, I'm sorry. I have a level 1 spell called Absorb Elements. And so if I take Acid, Cold, Fire, Lightning, or Thunder damage, I, uh, I, I, I capture some of it and I lessen its effect on me and store some of it in a melee attack. So I'm, I'm assuming if I can just siphon at least a little bit of it if anything happens I mean you're just ripping a piece of paper okay yeah but this is a magic world magic <laughs> stuff happens alright okay does anything magic Ooh. happen it glows faintly this magic this magic shit shucks man <laughs> you did it I always knew that you could <laughs> I, 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 ma'am I don't need your patronization no, you did a great job tearing that piece of paper. <laughs> Only you could have done it. Because you believed in the power of you. Now you're just reminding me of Linda Belcher. I'm telling you, that's what... That's <laughs> HR... HR nightmare. One of the imps wakes up inside the bag and says, Hey, let me out of here. What's the password, partner? The password is, I can tell you how to close it. Is that good enough as of a password, fellas? 
Yeah, but why would he want to? Good point. Because you're wasting too long, and I don't want this to be a two and a half hour podcast. <laughs> oh, that's fair. <laughs> now, see, folks, that's not good because that's what's called metagaming. Well, well actually, that's a fourth that. wall break, and it was perfectly fine. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, <laughs> There's the a crabs. little bit of crab rave. Yeah. Jake, are you hydrating yourself? I am now. Please, <laughs> please, please make sure that you are hydrated. Absolutely. All right. So, Hydro so, homies. So so here's this, and I'm talking to the bag. If you tell if you tell us how to do it, and we do it, and it works, then we'll let you out. Nah. That's fine. Uh, okay, and then like uh, I take out my I, I got like a I guess I probably should explain that I have a quarter staff that I use like a walking stick, right? Um, I'm just gonna start like Yoda style beating them with it, just like banging <laughs> against the bag, and I'm gonna start doing it harder. All right, it's just, it's, it's, ah ah stop ah fuck god damn it ah. Krampus is like, yeah, get in it. <laughs> so you got Why? Yeah. I should work with people more often. <laughs> Tell me how to do it. Tell me how to do the spell. Tell me how to undo God, the spell. Stop. Ah, oh, shit. Ah. Tell me and I'll stop. Tell us complete works. the sigil. <laughs> that seems like it's bad. Don't lie to me, demon. You gotta complete the sigil. Don't you lie to me, demon. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you bring the evil in the house, Ricky Bobby? <laughs> oh God! Do you want to see what my life is? Uh. We might have to go to the city of the dead. Well, I mean, uh. he was making the sigil here. Couldn't we just complete it here? It's not going to do nothing. See, that's where you might be wrong. Yeah, but he's an imp. He's stupid. And if it does summon him, well, then there's a lot of guards down there that we can use as helper. I don't think they'll help that much. Do you know who Osmodeus is? A little bit. Then you realize those guards are just cannon fodder, right? He's the guy who brings you Christmas presents. Elsa, uh, Elsarina no, speaks no, no. up. That's Santa, not Satan. Santa Modeus. <laughs> Elzarina uh, speaks up and says, If you're going to go, can I go with you? I, I want to be honest, little lady. That's just like a story. That would be like a terrible idea. She is. Now she is part of the one of the. Uh, oh, fuck shit. Her name is one of the bolded letters on this here. On the, fuck. Remember, remember, remember. Brand dresser, <laughs> fucking, 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 what's her name? Harley Quinn. Mr. J. Mr. Yeah, J. See? There Mr. you got J. it. She is one of the names that's on this here paper that's 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 all bolded. We might need her for something. It'll be just like the book. Magical. Let's go. All right. Now, now listen. I point to. I lean down to the little girl. You can come. But you gotta follow two very important rules, all right? First, you gotta stay close to us. Well, you gotta stay close to me or Big Elephant Man. And two, you gotta stay far away from that guy. And I point to Cram. 
Krampus. Krampus. I, 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 Krampus. I'm just gonna call him Krampus. <laughs> All right. Um, just a quick side. Uh, what is it with this group and putting small children in danger in mortal danger? Know, man. I don't know. <laughs> what's with the What's with the DM going? Yeah, let me his small children to throw. <laughs> I'm not the one who wrote this adventure. <laughs> To yes. everybody listening, do not use us as parenting role models. Apparently, we <laughs> suck at it. Hey, none Azarina, of the kids are dead. Azarina, there's there's one other thing that's really important, and I need you to do this for me, okay? If we take you on this adventure, you got to put in a good word with your parents. I really want to be part of the social club. I need to get some networking in. The networking's very important. Uh, <laughs> she nods and says, yeah, I can do that. I say we bring her. It's decided. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Um, Am I the only sane humanoid in the room? Yep. Yep. Gotcha. All right. Let's go. <laughs> Guess all my you guys, characters uh, are going to be alcoholics. <laughs> you guys head back downstairs. And then when you try to exit the villa, uh, the captain stops you and says, I'm afraid nobody's allowed out. We have a lead. We need to uh, follow it. Oh? And yeah. what is this lead, yeah. pray yes. tell? Yeah, see, uh, it's on we're a gonna, need no basis, and we're you gonna don't go, need to know. We're going to go to the... Uh, we're gonna go shush, to shush, the, shush, yeah. shush, 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 shush. It's on but a need to know basis. You don't need to know. But he asked us all nicely. I absolutely need to know. Otherwise, you're not leaving. Yeah, see, no, you don't, because it can lead to very bad things for people that know. I mean, he I is see. right. It can lead oh to bad God. things. Oh, my God. Crump steps forward, points his finger right at the guard's face, says, Listen here, buddy. Cheryl There's a takes, snake somewhere in this. Cheryl takes four very large steps away from this group so as not to be... Uh, I'm arrested when the rest of them are. Uh, I'm are trying arrested. to persuade him. Why is everybody You're jumping? You're definitely not persuading. Listen here, buddy. There's a snake somewhere in here, and if they catch that we're on to them, they're gonna do something. You don't want them to do something. You want them to do nothing. So the more you keep quiet, the less likely they're gonna find out what's going on. Sound Make like an intimidation check. Uh, yeah, with, she had with advantage. With advantage. Okay. okay. Um, uh, so just picture this. Grab another. You have little, little tiny Krampus, big old scary elephant man behind him. I'm assuming. Um, before you we continue, I'm assuming one of you grabbed all the toys. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. Either way, my intimidation roll has a negative one, but with the plus four, um, it is 18. All right. He kind of looks at you. He darts his eyes back and forth between you and uh, Zan. He just says, all right, so long as you return afterward and to to confirm that the issue has been resolved, you you may leave. I can't actually believe that worked. 
But the that shirt, uh, one of the imps from inside the bag just says, "Yeah, I know." What the fuck? <laughs> that, that voice is gonna be so perfect for those kind of reactions. <laughs> Cheryl just sort of looks around, like, "What the hell?" <laughs> How the? Okay. I guess. Zan just kind of winks at uh, Cheryl and motions everybody to follow. Alright. So, you guys enter out into Waterdeep. Uh, snow has begun to fall, blanketing the city. Um, it's around uh, the Castle Lantern Villa. It's still lively and jovial, but you see less and less people are outside um, as it's uh, definitely a lot colder. The sun has maybe gone down at this point um and you make your way through the streets of Waterdeep to the outside of the city of the dead the city of the dead covers a large area um it's lit by street lamps that are placed sporadically throughout um some of the larger mausoleums have sconces for torches um you guys know uh from being in Waterdeep for some time that the City of the Dead is used mostly as like a metro park uh, but there's maybe only a few people wandering about as it's too cold for anybody sensible to want to stay outside for too long alright I'm going to take a quick inventory is everybody moving like a living person yes okay want to make sure we're not walking into the undead <laughs> Yeah, this, despite the purpose that it's a cemetery, it's uh, not spooky, it's not haunted, and um, the people that are lurking about are definitely not zombies. <laughs> okay, that was my main concern. <laughs> you actually see, um, scattered throughout, there are three uh, reindeer grazing nearby. Now, you're absolutely certain it's not the one that gives presents. Absolutely. There's a strange stone sculpture uh, kind of at the heart of the City of the Dead. Uh, it depicts a little girl with wings. She's holding a candelabra with nine candles. And um, I need you to make perception checks. Sixteen. I'm, I'm rolling good tonight. Bother to guidance that. Are we in direct sunlight? <laughs> you are not in sunlight. It's nighttime now, right? Yes. So either way, it's a nine. <laughs> Fourteen. All right. So, um, Zan, what did you roll? Sixteen. Yeah, I'm rolling good tonight. Okay, fifteen and Zan, you see, um, that the wings are actually spindly and webbed like a bat's wing. And, um, when you come within 10 feet of it, the candles instantly light and begin to glow a vivid, angry orange. Oh. Oh. And you see that embedded in the ground in front of the statue is a circular stone slab about two feet in diameter. And, um, it's completely unmarked. It seems a little odd. 
Does it seem kind of exactly like the one from the story? No, it just looks like a circular stone slab. There's nothing on it. There's no markings or anything. Well, that's not creepy at all. One of the imps from inside the bag says, Ah, let me see. Why should we let you out? Unless you want to put the... If, unless you want to complete the sigil yourself. I'm not telling you how to do it. Could I complete Could I complete the sigil on my own? Hey, 15, you want to start whacking at the sack again? Hang on. Could I complete the sigil on my own? Could I, could I make the sigil? Like... Because I already saw what part of it looked like from, like, when the when the first yeah. or the second it was doing it. Could I just do that? I could... And I was... I saw the piece of paper that had, like, could I, like... Just do it the rest on my own? Um, with I mean, the hints... Was, if, yeah, with if, the hints from the story? Yeah, if it was, like, you know... Have, yeah, I got, you know, the different parts that we needed and, like, the, the formation it is. I can probably... Right. I'm so, probably guesstimate. You do have the wooden alphabet blocks that contain all the letters of Osmodeus's name, and you remember that they were formed in a circle. Put those out. Let's see what else it was. Uh, we're in the graveyard. Yeah. Let's see what else we needed. Uh, uh, pick up uh, sticks and the snake. Pick up sticks. Um, I probably should have said, "Hey, let me grab the little boys." Touch, maybe. I probably should have said, "Can we?" <laughs> For the sake of the story, can we? Can I say, hey, when we were leaving, I remembered to pick up the boys' pickup sticks? We already established that, yes. We got all the toys, yeah. But yeah. these, oh, these were, were the pickup sticks in her room? Yeah. Here, I'm actually going to send you an unlabeled uh, uh, copy of the sigil, and I want you to tell me where you place each toy. Okay? Okay. Uh, it's okay. a little cut off on the bottom, but okay, okay. It's not that big of a deal. So yeah, just tell me where you put each toy. You have wooden alphabet blocks, glass marbles, metal jacks, uh, hair berets, a wooden snake, and pickup sticks. Well, the blocks are obviously going to be the Asmodeus. Yes. The circle. <laughs> the wood. The snake is in the middle. The there's the jacks where the below. Um, the X, the X, yeah. Um, did you say marbles? Yes. Yeah, the marbles are the circles. Um, and then I guess the pickup sticks would probably be the uh, on the on the sides of the snake. What look like little bow ties? No, those would be the hair bows. Oh, yeah, those would be the hair rest. So is the pickup sticks just like the, the one long? I think it would be the one long line. The one long line. In the thing. And, All right, uh, is, is that your final answer? Uh, uh, yeah, Alex, I'm going to go with bullshit puzzles for 500. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So when you, um, when you place the pickup stick to finish the sigil... The the stone slab glows a bright orange, and you actually feel heat emanating from it. Oh. You did and it! Good job! I always knew that you could. Alright, so from the sigil, you see climbing through a, a, a creature with purplish skin wielding a trident. 
yeah, this creature, purple skin, uh, has leathery bat-like wings, and it's just covered in spines oh. all throughout its body. And when it when it fully uh, emerges from the portal, it looks around and says, "Where is Elzarina?" Uh, you just missed her. Dang yeah, nabbit, ain't that how it goes? She had to leave. She said she wanted to reschedule for next Tuesday. Yeah, she uh died. <laughs> Why are you lying to me? I mean, we're not lying in a sense. <sighs> yeah, no, we're not lying. I'm growing impatient. Mm. I mean, that sounds well, like I, a, uh, that sounds like a you I'm, problem. I'm getting a little impatient too. Do you have like a manager I could speak to about this? Well, hi, impatient. I'm Crump. <laughs> anyway, you just missed her. See ya. You're lying to me. I can smell her. First of all, that's kind of creepy there, sir. That's gross. Is the portal still open? Yes. Can I, can we, can I, can I, can I use my quarterstaff and just ever so slightly just nudge him back in? (laughs) (laughs) Just slowly. Just sir. The, tip, get the tip of his forehead, just push him back into the hole. Back in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you you kind of poke him, Shit. and he ain't having any of that. <laughs> Let's see here. Does a sixteen hit you? Uh, let me see. Uh. God, hang on, wait, now wait a second, now hold up a gosh darn minute. I've got some kind of ability or something I can use for that, don't I? Damn it, where's the damn thing? Uh, if I see him pushing on him and I seem about to hit as with an attack, can I cast a quick spell as a bonus action? Damn it. <clears throat> is it a bonus oh, action is. spell? It is a bonus action. What is it? I'm going, it's a shield of faith, it gives plus two to AC. Okay. Uh, that is my last <clears throat> first level spell though, so... Does the 16 hit you, Nick? Uh, yeah, I can do a thing, but I need to. Ca- I, it's an action I have to do, and so I can't use. Yeah, yeah, that hits. Does me. it hit you with the extra two AC from Shield of Faith? Uh, no, it doesn't. If I have right. Shield of Faith, then it does not. Um, the the devil tries to poke at you with its fork, uh, but this glow of the Shield of Faith just kind of shimmers out. And now uh, I need you all to roll initiative. Oh boy. Sixteen. Or, or no, twelve. Oh, I don't have any initiative. Oh, I don't like this. I don't play anymore. That's a, that's a sixteen. <laughs> I have a plus zero. I don't have a pl- I don't have my plus nine. I don't play this game no more. Yeah. That's What'd not- you roll, Cheryl? A <laughs> nineteen. Never mind. I'm good. Okay, so first up is Cheryl. Um, Cheryl will look at my very small number of cantrips. Uh, 
Uh, she's going to produce a morning star, a very nice. Well, actually, it's more like a little hammer, like a little mallet. Uh, it's very nice, like silver filigree. It's never been used. Like, when did she ever think she was actually going to get into a fight? Like, yeah, they taught her how to fight, but like, really? <laughs> and she is going to touch, uh, the Loxodon man, the the elephant man. And cast resistance to give them uh, an extra d4 on their next saving throw um, for up to a minute. Okay. Uh, it's concentration up to a minute. So if you have to roll a saving throw, then do it. All right. Next up, it's either 15 or Xan. Which one? Uh... You can go first if you want. I'm not really. I, I'm doing. A, I'm not going to be attacking this turn. So if you want to, uh, so yeah, I I'm, can't really do a lot until I get another level or two. So yeah, I'm going to pop off both hand crossbows at him. All right. Now, before anyone complains about that, people who are listening, I'm playing fast and loose with these rules, baby. Yeah, baby. <clears throat> So I'm allowing this double... I'm allowing this dual-wield crossbow. Uh, how's a 16? A 16... will hit. Alright, so that's one hit. How about a 14? A 14 will hit as well. Alrighty. Thirteen total. Thirteen. And then I'm going to take my bonus action to use my trunk to reload. Okay. That's wild. <laughs> I can do anything I can do with a hand with it. Other than, oh, like, pick wild. up more than five pounds or so. Wait, do you just have a hovering... Is it just a constant hovering uh, mage hand, basically? No, it's his trunk. It's my trunk. Yeah, but it's it, oh, it's, it's, it's effectively yeah. a mage hand. Yeah, except it only can go, like, on my body and, like, people right in front of me. So, like, five feet. That's it. Wild. That's wild. And I can't do anywhere near as much as Mage Hand can. Like, I can't do fine precision shit. Like, as about as fine and precision as I can get is reloading the crossbow. All right. 15, it is your turn. Um, so I'm, I should be, like, right in front of him, right? Yeah. Um... Well, then I'm going to cast. Uh, damn it, why didn't I move it over here? Do, 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 do. Where is it? Where is it? I just moved it. There it is. Um, I'm going to use Stone's Durability. Um, okay. Uh, my maximum in, my hit point maximum increases by one. Uh, oh, no, that's just a base thing. I need to remember to do that. Oh, I'm glad I read that. I need to... Anyway, I'll do that later. Um, and it uh, it looks like uh, like I take off like my cloak, so it's just so it's just got my uh, I just have my shirt on, and it looks like my skin underneath the shirt gets like it looks like it becomes made of stone. Ooh. And um, my base AC increases. Let's see. Yeah, my basing AC increases. 15, 
to uh to 16 now just as a base so, so it sounds like stone skin basically yeah the old spell all right yeah. and that's my thing all right and then, and then, the oh, spine devils oh. oh wait no that was an action yeah that is that is it that's okay Spine Devil's turn. It's going to fly up about 10 feet into the air. Oh, shit. And <laughs> it's going to launch a tail spine at the Loxodon. That's bad. So you watch as one of the spines on its tails just flies out. Uh, Zan, does a 16 hit you? Just does. All right, you're going to take... That's bad. It's not great. You're going to take four piercing damage... And it's going to launch another tail spine, this time targeting Cheryl. And roll the nine. Nope. Cheryl has a bodice of armor. All right. Crump. Shit. Um, Crump is going to shout. Um, shout at the devil. He's going to... Kromp shouts... Ah, shit. Fucked it up again. And, uh... He's gonna cast Fog Cloud. Oh, no. So just, like... Just this... Like... Really thick, soupy fog... Just, like, sprays out from him... And obscures everyone. And, uh... He just yells, um, everyone save yourselves. <laughs> he's going to, uh, well, he's going to try to find, um, the, the child. Okay. Uh, make, um, I guess an investigation check with disadvantage because it's foggy. Fuck. Meanwhile, this entire time. Stroud is on the other end of the cemetery sitting on a bench just watching this from afar. Yeah, that's what I figured. That or he was still at the party. Um, well, with disadvantage, it's a solid 10. Okay, um, you actually do find her. She was standing behind Zan, just kind of afraid and shivering. Okay, um, I tell her, do you remember the, the way back? <laughs> uh, she, she says I do, yeah we, we, we need to go Yeah, go find my creepy butler She <laughs> nods and then runs uh, Just somewhere in the <laughs> cemetery Tell him I told you to take him back to the castle Or whatever Whatever it is <laughs> Okay And she runs off In a random direction uh, <laughs> Crump turns around, not, not even sure if he's looking at the devil, and he says, he cracks his knuckles, now time to time to waste this bastard. <laughs> That's all, right, all I can up is, Next up is Cheryl. Uh, she looks <laughs> over at everyone and just like, ah! Yeah, fuck it! And she just hits him in the face with the with the mallet. <laughs> <laughs> like for like that split second of like 
her decorum leaves her and she's just like, ah, bitch! Smack. Does the mallet have the reach property? It does not. I will allow you to make a save. If you have a spell like that, that would negate. Oh, wait, what, what is this? Is this a spell? No, she's just hitting him with it. He flew 10 not... feet into the air. Oh, oh, oh. My, that's my bad. That's my bad. That's my bad. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Yeah. If you have a spell uh, that can force him to make a save, it bypasses my fog cloud. Uh, I don't have any offensive spells. <coughs> oh. That's not that's not Cheryl's bag, baby. Um. <laughs> if you have anything you can throw, that would be cool. She throws the mallet. <laughs> you said 10 feet. You could throw a mallet up in 10 feet. Amazing. All right, um, go ahead, uh, and that's so that's just with the with my decks, right? Like yeah, one d twenty plus my proficiency plus my decks. Yeah, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> with a disadvantage because of the fog cloud. That's a five. Phew. Ain't gonna get no worse than that. Now, yeah, in fact, when you throw it, you actually hear it, like, um, some, uh, moments afterward, just... Damn it, the thing was expensive! God damn it! <laughs> Sorry, soon. <laughs> Sorry. All right, next, uh, next she, up is Zan. She's going to use her bonus oh, action to pull out her crossbow. Okay. Oh, you could have just used that. <laughs> well, no, because I would have had to drop the mallet. I could have just... Yeah, it's a whole thing. All right, Zan, your turn. Um, is... Is the edge of the fog within 30 feet of me anyway? Uh, is it? What? What's the radius of fog cloud? Good question. Let me pull that up for you. Right here it is. Uh, 20 foot radius. So yes. Yeah. All right. You could you you can move out of the fog cloud. All right, then yeah, I'm going to step out of the fog cloud and pop two more bolts at him. All right. Um I'll say you don't have disadvantage on this as the light can pierce the fog uh from this angle and kind of outline him. Well, I'm pretty sure a 7 is missing. Yes. And an eight will miss as well. Yep. Pew, pew. Twang, twang. <laughs> uh, next up is 15. Um, all right. So let's see what I got. Hey, I um, bust out. Uh, I'll bust out my uh, my sh I got bust out my shield and <laughs> don't forget since you're playing a magic I gotta decide is... do I want a magic or do I want because he's right in front of me so do I want a magic or do I just want no he moved tw 10 feet into the air magic it is uh, he is in front above you I would make an argument that the goliath could probably hit him with a quarterstaff if he's only 10 feet in the air, but... Yeah. Because if you're already seven and a half feet, I'm, I mean... Yeah. That makes sense. So, I bring out my quarterstaff, and then, like, I hold it forward, 
because it's not really used for attacking. It's my arcane focus. And okay. I'm going to cast... Uh, he moved 10 feet, you said, in the air? Yeah. Okay, so a little bit behind him, I'm going to cast uh, Thunder Wave. Um, All right. Each creature in a 15-foot cube must make a constitution saving throw. Isn't that centered on you? Uh, oh, yeah, it is. All right, I use it on me because he's within me. That oh, is crazy. No, raising. All right. All right. That's only for people who's got them dirty minds. Not as good, clean Southern folk. That clean living. Have I you con- actually been <laughs> to the South? He said that's a constitution save. Yeah. That's a 20. Um, well, fuck me. Don't we all have but to? But it still takes have- half damage. Yeah. Don't we all have to make that? I'm going to Only if you're within that, 15 feet of me. I'm going to rule that um, that 15 had moved away from you guys. So. Okay, thanks. Some of us only have 10 hit points. <laughs> and can't probably make constitution saving throws. Actually, I'm really glad you passed that because I realized I don't know what my spellcasting AC is. I don't know what my spellcast. I need to probably look that up. It's a uh, ten plus your plus your modifier, your I believe. So spellcasting, right? Spellcasting modifier plus your plus your proficiency bonus. So eight plus two plus whatever your spellcasting and modifier is. As a Which would be charisma it? since you're sorcerer. Yeah. yeah. It. Just roll your damage, please. Dear God. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um. Three damage. Three? Yeah, it's 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 two d8s, and I got two threes in a row. Half of that is half a six is three. That's you, true. You saved, and there's level one. Level one. All right. Up next is the devil. It's going to hold fly hold towards. Is this a literal or a figurative devil? It's a literal devil. It's literally <laughs> called a spined devil. Now, look. And that's what we call I'm a not throwback. Be, I, might be a, I might be a simple country Goliath, but <laughs> the devil I know wears all red, dresses in the crimson color. None of this. Does the 17 hit you, Zan? Brings yes. toys for the good girls and girls. <laughs> voice, yeah. Right You're going to take three points of piercing damage. <laughs> Again, 15. That's Santa, He's not got- Satan. <laughs> Next up, Crump. Just one letter off. You can't blame uh, me. Could, could I tell 15 to throw me? You have right. to toss me. Yeah. Okay. Well, I tell... Or wait. How strong are you, 15? Do I you mean... You look buff. I'm eight foot tall and a goliath. But like on a scale of like one to twenty, <laughs> I'd say like a like a thirteen. Ooh, that's a little low. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Whatever, you're closest. 
Hey, throw me. I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So throw me. <laughs> throw him. Is that like an attack roll, or does he just do it since he's so tall? You just, just do it. Okay. Okay. Crump, um, you are now up in the air, several feet. Oh, I was, uh, I was, okay. Okay, uh, I'm glad you just had him do it, because I went and rolled, and, hmm. I, I'm going to use <laughs> Primal Savagery. Oh, God. Okay. What? Which, it's a cantrip where momentarily my teeth elongate into long, sharp, uh, fangs. My That's fucking scary. Elongate into great big slashing daggers. And just for flavor, my horns just grow like as l the length of my body. Huh! So you basically just became mini Hellboy flying out of the fog. <laughs> and I attack this one too. Oh! Huh! Well, you don't see that every day. No, no madam, you do not. <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> so I don't know how many hit points a spine devil has, but he's losing a chunk of them. <laughs> <laughs> because that is a Oh, Holy shit. shit. How did I roll the worst character of my entire life <laughs> and get the best rolls? Because that's um, how it always works. I should add that Primal Savagery... My damage when I attack with it is 1d12 acid. All right. Ow. Holy <laughs> shit. Um. Hold on. I just need to see if I add anything to that. I'm, I'm, here like, yeah, I'm just going to kill a nightmare character who can't really do anything in a combat system. <laughs> fucking Kromp is over here like, oh, beast mode. Um. Uh, just says 1d10 acid damage, so I don't think I add anything to it. So that's 15 damage. Man, that's a lot of damage <laughs> this low level. Is it possible for me to latch on, or do I just fall? Make an athletics check. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be the guidance. One. Actually, oh, I don't can give you guidance. It's a <laughs> Jesus. Nope. The <laughs> You're dice falling. Giveth and the dice take it away. You plummet to the ground and take five points of bludgeoning damage. Cool. I have two left. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Did you roll for next is points as well? No, you don't roll at level one, at least in the okay, book. I, I didn't it's know just, if you. I have a minus it. one to constitution. Okay, fair. Quick question, right, next... quick medicine yeah. question. Do we have any melee class? Nope. That's what I thought. <laughs> That's what I thought. Up next is Cheryl. Uh, Cheryl, so she pulls out this really nice lacquered crossbow um, that it kind of folds up to look like a little, just a thing on her belt. That she just, All right. She keeps it in case she gets attacked. You know, it's the, it's the taser, basically. It's the pepper spray. And okay. she unfolds it out, and she points it at this thing, and she uh, she'll fire it, and that's gonna be a. How do you how do you attack with this thing? Also, just fuck the fog cloud. <laughs> Fair. Uh, that's a twenty, a dirty twenty to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. 
already. Uh, and then that's eight points of damage. I rolled max damage on that. Oh, I should make a con uh, concentration save. Uh, well, yeah, actually. It's a 17. I'm good. Okay. Uh, Cheryl, uh, describe how you kill this devil. Yeah! I did it! I did it. I'm the one that did it. So she, uh, she pulls this thing out. She's like, you bastard, I'm gonna get you. And fires right through the eye of it. And causes it to, to, like, spin in the air. And then hits the ground, and then she kicks it in the face. Okay, and you she, hear, um, one of the... kicks it in the balls. <laughs> that's you hear my, one of the that's my purse. I don't know you. <laughs> you hear one of the imps in the in the sack, just say, um, "Is it done? Is it over? Did you kill it? I heard it." <laughs> I look at the bolt in his eye and say, "Man, he didn't see that one coming." He probably actually did. <sighs> hey, nice, nice I, I point my two little lady. Two fingers Thanks. at him. Hey. Would you believe I've never fired this at all, ever? I can't believe it. You need to deactivate the sigil. I can't believe it's not butter. How do we do that? I don't know. Cheryl, make a arcana or religion check. <laughs> uh, neither of those I am proficient in. So instead, I am going to cast guidance on myself. Okay, Cheryl, you can do this now. Just do it. You are yourself. You are blessed. You are wonderful. And you are your best on a good day. Let's do it. What is it? Uh, intelligence? Wisdom? Religion? Yeah. Intelligence. Plus... I have to roll this from scratch. That's uh, a three on the dice plus a one on the d4. That's a six total. The rest of you make Arcana religion checks. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Matt's just like, uh, oh god damn it! I have not rolled well tonight, but I am gonna take. I'm gonna spend my time taking uh, my mallet back. Unnatural sixteen. 20. I'm glad you guys got it because I got a five. Uh, you, Zan and Crump, you think that if you were to douse the sigil in holy water, it might deactivate it. Dousing touch. Ah. Uh, Cheryl, can you make some holy water real quick? I can tomorrow. <laughs> what does that happen. mean? I can make holy water tomorrow. The fuck do you look, think it means? Look, I'm not oh, asking um, if you need. Hang on, I'm not hang asking on, if you need to on. pee. I need to do some holy water. Hang on, hang on. Now, hang on a second. Now, hang on a second. I have a Son priest a pack. Can I say that it has holy water in it? I had a pack. Of... Yes, because it does. I was no, gonna say it, yeah. I also. Doesn't... I have a. I... For the purposes of this one shot, it does. Okay, thanks, Matt. I was gonna I, yeah. say I have a pack that when I was when I got it, I believe it said holy water. I pull out a flask of holy water. 
and I, th- I, I pour it onto the sigil. All right. The orange glow dissipates and the the marking of Osmodeus fades away. The ripped page uh, of the with the wooden girl writ- written on it disintegrates. And you are now free to return to the villa and inform everyone that it's all okay. And okay. that's how Sid C- yeah. C- beat the demons and drove them away because that's we right. were our best selves on this day. Do you see? And th- this is the entire way back. We were our best selves and soon brought this upon us because we did everything we could to the best of our ability. No, yeah, you know exactly yeah, who you're reminding me of? Who? I can't remember her name, but from Ghost Stories. Hmm. The what, one what, character what? that's the Jesus freak. Uh, she just wants you to be the best that you can be. Now, 15 is like rummaging in his pack <laughs> because he had a Monster Hunters pack. And he's like, like I knew I got... Oh, here it is. And he pulls out his flask of holly water. I knew I had this in here. Oh, hey. thanks. She, she uh, takes it. And then he Thank pulls you. out the holy symbol. And he's like, do you think this would have helped? Probably not. What? Uh, huh? Do you believe in the god that you have the symbol? Um. I, now. <laughs> Honestly, uh, that's probably like but, a... Pit. That's Belief. probably like a pagan god or something. It's Belief. probably not. <laughs> Belief's a strong word. Mm. I have a... All right. <laughs> we have all working... to... As we go back. Do you have a belief in the upper management? It's a working relationship we have. I have with all of them. It's, all network... I'm going to point it's networking. Out. Networking with the gods, you know? Yeah, yeah, networking. I get it. <laughs> all I'm pointing out is this is a setting where the gods have physical manifestations. Yeah, and I, being I an atheist is a bit harder to do. No, an atheist <laughs> being an atheist means that like I can be on even square with all of them. None of them are going to be able to like pull one over on me. All right, when you guys get back to the <laughs> castle, that's just not subscribing villa. subscribing to a certain religion. Let him, let, let the DM come on. Let the DM, <laughs> let the DM continue the story. You guys head back through the streets of Waterdeep. At this point, it's completely dark out, save for whatever street lamps are on at this moment. Uh, when you arrive, um, another local bard is playing a jovial tune on the harpsichord. Uh, the Castellanters and uh, the City Watch captain are talking to each other, and then notice you enter. The captain runs up and says, Did you figure it out? Did you stop it? We sure did. What was going on? What? What? How did an imp get here? Uh, so, some nefarious folks were trying to summon a a demon type creature to this realm and uh they left a, a storybook with uh what, what was his name again as oh asmodeus asmodeus no the the guy that owns the place victoro castle victoro that's what i was asking somebody was tried to use Victoro's daughter here to uh, summon some demons with her little uh, storybook. And luckily we stopped them and, and all's well and good. So the immediate threat is gone, but we don't know who left it. So that's what we need to figure out now. Also, there's like, I don't, okay, what, did we, did you say what happened? I, even though you, we just did it, did we say what happened to the body? 
What body? Of the of Asmodeus. That wasn't Asmodeus. That was the Spine Devil. Oh, the Spine Devil. Yeah, the Spine Devil. It dissipated into ash. That's right. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. I was like, uh, it disappeared, right? Yeah. Cheryl will produce a bag of devil ash. Okay. Don't breathe and, it in. And hand it to the guard. Yeah, they're very toxic. Don't breathe this in. It might hurt you. <laughs> so anyway, we could really use a reward. Um, he says, ah, yes. Um, one, one second. He kind of goes over to the castle lanterns, uh, asks them about a reward. Um, they hand him this pair of boots, and he uh, he runs back, and he says, um, "These are uh, these are boots of the Winterlands." Now, now, are we, are we, are we we to wear the boots to the people who are going to give us the reward? (laughs) (laughs) Crump says, come on. Ah, come on. Come on. And that's where we're going to end the episode. Oh my God. Uh. Oh man, that was a wild ride. That was, that was fun. That was really fun. Fucking Krampus. Nah. <laughs> you magnificent bastard, you. <laughs> By the oh, way, it's that canon that uh, Krampus is not the original Krampus. He is um, his apprentice. Oh, God. Jesus so there is, there is an actual Krampus out there somewhere. As the City Watch captain hands them the boots of the Winterlands... Arya takes her place back at the raised dais. She is now fully healed, and her beautiful angelic voice fills the chamber, engulfing the audience in a pleasant light that warms without burning. Thank you guys so very much for listening to our 2019 holiday special. I hope you like it. This was a lot of fun. This was based largely on... A, I think it was a free adventure. It's actually written for the Adventurers League. Um, it was designed by Ashley Warren, edited by Chris Lindsay, and um, I think they have things up on DMs Guild. Yeah, the Wizards uh, if website. If you're curious. Yeah. So if you go on DMs Guild, uh, maybe search those names. The, the module itself is called Winter Splendor. So if you want to run it for your own group, go ahead. There's a lot more to this that I couldn't fit into this podcast. Hey, and if you guys want to see more of these one-shot characters, let us know, and we'll find some way to roll them in somehow. Yeah. These characters are insane. We kind of just went all out crazy for these guys, so... Love the Loxodon Bard. Yeah. All right, so... Thank you guys so uh, very much for listening. We have one more episode coming out this year. It's uh, chapter 18 of Dead is Better. And I hope you guys like that one. Um, I'm not sure. Because I think for the holidays, I want to take a little bit of a break. 
Um, so when the next episode is up, it'll be up. That'll be uh, chapter 19 of Dead is Better. So yeah, just be on the lookout for that. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at AmbiguousPod. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's Moral Ambiguity. Put podcasts at the end of the search query. Please rate and review the podcast. And if you liked it that much, tell a friend. The only way we can grow is if you tell one person and then they tell two people and those two people tell two more people. And so on. And so on. And so on. And so on. It's just like that movie with Kevin Spacey. Is Kevin Spacey in Pay It Forward? I just literally just figured that out. Returns? No. It's Pay It Forward. What is it? What is Pay It Forward from? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) See you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Y'all come back now, you hear?